This podcast contains material of an adult nature. It's not safe for work or appropriate for children under the age of 18. If you're offended by mature content, please stop listening now. The stories included in this podcast are not checked for factual content and are for entertainment purposes only. No real names are used. It's secondhand story time. Hi, Will Kistler here, and you're listening to episode 4 of Secondhand Storytime. This week I'm joined by my buddy Chris, who shares a story about the hassle of traveling in an era of modern aviation security. This one was big enough to make a headline or two. Please enjoy. Alright, I'm here with my friend Chris, and Chris has a story for us. Hi everybody. So just... Oh, hi Chris. <laughs> um, just before we get started... I want to check that you weren't there for this story, and you didn't experience it yourself. Uh, no. In fact, I didn't even know this was the guy who did it until I found out later, because this was the story that actually got online and was on Dig for a while, but yeah. Excellent. So, passed around a little bit. Yes. And uh, it's like my brother's friend from high school, basically. Okay. Great. So, well, whenever you're ready, uh, jump right in. All right. So, this is um, the story of how a guy will call pilot lost his phone or learned to fly a plane <laughs> i like it already yeah so pilot here was going to uh canada because he was part of world War- world of warcraft guild and he was going to go meet one of his friends there and her name is something and we'll call her the wow girl okay fair enough and uh he's on his flight and they're about to land so he decides to go to the bathroom i don't know why he couldn't just wait or something but he decides to go to the bathroom. You know, he does his thing, washes his hands, walks back to his seat, and the, all of a sudden there's this commotion up front. Stewardesses are running back and forth. This guy walks up, he flashes a badge, he checks in the bathroom, and he's going, that's really weird. I just came out of the bathroom from there. Um, wait wait a second. What year was this, would you say? This this is after September 11th, so... Okay, so, like, air marshals and heightened security. Yeah. Like, this happened probably two years ago. Okay, that's just what I wanted to check, was if it was after 9-11. Okay. So... Got it. Everybody's freaking out about that, and all, you know, passengers are noticeably getting iffy and stuff. Right, they're, like, checking each other's shoes for bombs and things. Yes, looking for the Arabs in the crowd and all that. Right. And this guy is, like, the whitest person you've ever met, like super duper white like he reflects sunlight and it blinds you white but okay so <laughs> he wouldn't be caught no in a racial profile no okay so he checks his pockets and he realizes his ipod's gone so maybe he dropped it so he uh he walks up sheepishly to a, a flight attendant and he goes i think i know what's in the bathroom i think i <laughs> dropped my ipod and then he's like, you know, I don't think we need to call TSA about this. I think we could just fish it out and it'd be fine. And they go, I don't think so, because we already called. And you're all going to be diverted to another, to another. Really? So the whole plane went somewhere else yes. because of this? Yes. Okay. So they land. They get on this bus, which is like flanked by Humvees <laughs> of the Canadian Mounted Royal Police. So I'm sure they had the uniform and stuff. Awesome. And I'm sure there was a horse somewhere. Had to be. Um, <laughs> you would only hope. Yeah. They end up at this unused hangar 
and you can just see, you know, all these people in black suits or something, or is how he described it. It's like the FBI just shown up and set up a field office and wasted a bunch of taxpayer money on this. Right. And the only thing so far they had told the passengers is that there was a suspicious device with wires coming out <laughs> in a toilet on the plane. So everyone is still noticeably freaked out. Right. So, like, that's just enough for your imagination yeah, to run wild. exactly. I mean, I hear that, I'm thinking there's a giant bomb, and where's Bruce Willis to save the day, and... Exactly. Yeah. Like, surely, if it was an iPod, something as harmless as that, someone in charge would say, oh, that's just an MP3 player. Right. But, of course, you know, this is heightened security, and nobody thinks clearly like that. Right. So, my friend, uh, Mr. Pilot Guy, he decides, oh, I'm going to try to calm everyone down... And tell them it, it was just probably my iPod. So he starts telling them all this stuff. And now they're all pissed at him. Because, of course, he's the one who diverted the plane. He's the one right. who's making the light and things. And so now he's getting evil eyes. And you can tell no one likes him. Not the stewardesses. Not the pilots <laughs> who have to sit there through all this. Because he basically grounded that plane from the rest of its flight. Right. From there and on out. So so those guys can't do their jobs. No passenger is going to get... Anywhere they wanted to go, any anywhere near on time. Yeah, I mean, somebody's going to get sued for this, probably. And Right. And he's just like, crap. <laughs> so they say, all right, we're going to interview every single passenger on the plane, so get in the line. And so everybody gets in the line. And then these three, you know, I imagine them as giant, big, large FBI guys with the nice dark glasses and the Secret Service little earplug go, sir, you need to step out of line and come with us. And like he, the Mr. Smith look. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, like, six times bigger. <laughs> right. He he said that they were, like, a football player, big, you know, lineman. So even if he wanted to resist, it wouldn't have been an option. Right. And, I mean, this guy plays World of Warcraft, so he can't clearly <laughs> fight back at all. He's, you know, scrawny. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. So he goes out of line to the separate holding cell, drab, with the light shining in his eyes and everything. They set up the microphone, they begin their interview, and they go, So, you inform the stewardesses at blah 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 time that there was an object in the toilet that you think was your iPod. Now, could you explain to us what an iPod is? And so he has to go and explain what an MP3 player is to somebody, which to me seems like it should be obvious. It's like everywhere, you know? Right, like, I didn't get an iPod until very recently. Right. But I knew what they were from the very start. Yeah, I mean, and I, I think most people do. It's really lodged in pop culture hard. Yeah, and you would think that it would be pretty obvious for somebody in like the transportation industry when no one wants to talk to anyone and they're always listening to music that right. they would know what that is. Or maybe if your job was to identify safe electronics versus harmful electronics, yeah. you'd have done a little bit of research on this like super popular common device, yeah. consumer item, yeah. I mean, that alone seemed kind of ridiculous. But the interview gets better. Awesome. So he explains away what, what an iPod is and says, I didn't know it was gone when I left the bathroom, and then when I saw the commotion, I tried to inform the flight attend attendants, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then they go, okay, can you state why you're going to Canada? And he goes, well, a friend of mine in a World of Warcraft guild lives there, and we're going to have a meet together with the rest of the guild members and have a barbecue. And these guys didn't know what World of Warcraft was, so he had to explain the concept. And at first they were like, 
Okay. Do you worship Satan? <laughs> really? Yes. Like, they straight up asked him that. Yes, because it's like, this is clearly a fantasy game where people are crazy, so you must be a Satan worshiper. Hmm. And Satan worshippers love to blow things up. Of course. And then they ask, you know, do you live in your mother's basement? So it's gone from the uh, the uh, racial profile to the serial killer profile. Exactly. And then we get to the strange stuff like, okay, you're meeting the World of Warcraft girl. Do you have a sexual relationship with the World of Warcraft girl? And he's like, no, I just met her online. When you met her online, did you realize that you would want to make out with the World of Warcraft girl? No. If you both were really drunk at a party one night, would you want to make out with the World of Warcraft girl? Huh? <laughs> yeah, that seems like not really any of their business. Or pertinent to the to what's going on. And he even said that that was definitely one of the questions that they asked, because it was just so bizarre that they would ask anything like that. Yeah, that's really off topic that's like out of the other side of the field from do you worship satan yeah and so he's asking them how is this pertinent to what for all intents and purposes should be a terrorism case and he and the guy's like i decide what is pertinent i can have you thrown in jail for years and fear me and stuff like that and you know so he shuts up real quick and he's like could i get a lawyer i mean i don't know <laughs> if i'm in trouble but uh they get finished with that line of questioning and so they get back to the ipod in a toilet which if wasn't bizarre enough continues to be worse so they go so when you realize the ipod was in the toilet were you actually at your seat or were you still in the restroom and were you trying to flush it down the toilet so no one would see it or all these other stupid things that they were coming out of hypothetical situations for this. Right. And he's, you know, he's getting irate at this point because they've called him a terrorist, a Satan worshiper, and I guess a date rapist. But, you know, at this point, he's really pissed off. So he says, you know, no, and screams at them and all sorts of things. So they go, all right, well, we're going to have to put you into holding for a while because we don't like the way you're answering our questions. And the thing about this guy is he's like, super computer savvy but he also sort of maybe had too much lawyer in him right so he's automatically like no i need to see my lawyer no you can't look at my stuff no you can't do any of this i want to know my rights in this country because it's canada right like the standard sort of uh i guess people who tend toward the geekier side of things uh, like to know their rights yeah and i say that as one of those people and like that right to privacy. I mean, it would be nice to know what is he allowed to do or not do in that situation. Right. And I can totally understand where he's coming from, but I could also see where that might uh, cause them to raise an eyebrow. Yes. So, I mean, they're calling him uncooperative. They're definitely, you know, making things hard on him. And so they do a background check on the guy. And he's, he's of course, he's clean because... Right. He sits in a, around and plays Warcraft all day. Yeah. So I, I don't see how that could be whatever. But the fact that he's in this online guild though still perplexes them he's, he's trying to explain what a guild is to them right at first they think that he actually invented warcraft so they were wondering why is he in coach instead of first class because he's the leader of their guild or whatever and then he has to explain that down and then oh, what was it he had to do something else i can't remember but it really doesn't matter because Point of the story is, after like five, six hours of questioning, they let him go. 
And that is the day my friend said, fuck it, I'm going to buy a plane and I'm going to learn to fly. And that's it. And so he'll never have to fly uh, commercial fly again. Fly commercial again. And for the last two years, he's been getting his pilot's license because of this very strange incident with his iPod. Also, he hasn't bought an iPod since then as well, <laughs> which is weird because the dude like owns every Mac product besides an iPod and an iPhone. Right. And I mean, like we were saying before, the least offensive electronic you could possibly leave around. Right. I mean, and it's obvious that it's still an iPod. I mean, it's, you know, dead, but. Right. And I imagine if, like, if I left my iPod somewhere, anywhere, I'd be more worried about someone just picking it up and leaving. Right. And first off, here's my real question in all this story, though, is how did it get from his pants pocket to the toilet? That is a good question. And I've never really figured that out. You think you would notice, like, a splash or a hitting of metal or porcelain or whatever those are made out of. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure he's, like, covering because he doesn't want to say, well, it dropped in there and I didn't want to touch it because it was in the toilet. (laughs) I mean, that's not the only question I have about the whole thing. I mean, there's others, obviously. How do you not know what an iPod is? And how do you think that this guy invented World of Warcraft? Yeah, I'm a little more intrigued about those lines. I would love to know what, like, if those are standard questions or something with anything. Like, sir, what is this belt buckle you happen to be wearing? What is a shoe? Yeah. (laughs) What do you mean it keeps your pants up? Like, maybe if they're dumb enough, he will lose patience and uh, explain admit yeah. something he shouldn't? I don't know what an iPod maybe. is. It's an explosive. I tried to blow up the plane. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I guess that would have definitely been the wrong answer. Yeah. Um, and knowing this guy, he probably could have done something that stupid, but I think he even realized that uh, he was in some shit. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain point where you just don't fool around. Like, the airport especially, anything aviation-related. Yeah. You know, you don't say bomb at the airport. Oh, yeah. You sure don't tell the TSA that you're blowing up something. Yeah. But jokingly. Yes. And, and also, you know, I mean, seriously, the World of Warcraft thing could have gotten really bad because he's like, I'm a warlock, I shoot fireballs! <laughs> so that's my story. All right, great, well, thanks for sharing it. It was uh, good to be on. Definitely. I'll be sure to pass it on. All right. And that's it for number four. As I said earlier, this week's story was big enough to make some headlines, so I've linked to a news report on our website, secondhandstorytime.com. While you're there, you can also leave a comment on the blog. Much like friends of the show Iggy Star, A. Woods, The Lame, and Polish Mike. Thanks, guys. If you want to receive the show every week, you can also subscribe to the podcast via RSS or iTunes. Our theme is, as always, graciously provided by Gummery, who can be found at myspace.com slash gummeryban. This podcast is shared under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 Unported License. All of this information is available on the site. Big thanks again go to Chris for sharing this week's story. If you want to get in touch with me, send an email to will at secondhandstorytime.com or leave a voicemail by calling 206-338-3225. Thanks for listening.